Welcome to High Energy Health, where together we explore the leading edge of wellness and happiness. I'm your host, Dawson Church. By choosing this time together, you're declaring your commitment to a positive mindset, elevated emotions, and a great life. Thanks for joining me for today's episode. Hello, and welcome to the High Energy Health Podcast. My name is Amanda Wonderland. I'm a clinical EFT and energy psychology practitioner, and it's my absolute honor to be guest hosting this show for Dr. Dawson Church. And I'm so excited about today's episode because we will be speaking with Rhoda Jordan Shapiro, who wrote the most beautiful and elegant book called Magic Within, Womb-Centered Wisdom to Realize the Power of Your Sacred Feminine Self. So if you guys aren't familiar with Rhoda, let me give you a little introduction. She has worked for over a decade as a tantric educator, training women to step into their power by way of meditation, movement, dance, and yoga. She is also the author of Fierce Women and the founder and editor-in-chief of the Milkita's Feet, a San Francisco Bay Area newspaper. And this book, you guys, is so juicy and so inspiring and empowering and elegant. And let me give you a little information about Magic Within. You hold an awesome power within, a power that can bolster every aspect of your life, career, money, relationships, sex, spiritual fulfillment, wellness, and more. And in this beautiful book, Rhoda guides you on an inspiring journey toward knowing, knowing, loving, and celebrating your body. With her help, you can awaken your sacred feminine self and reclaim the creative, fierce, and vibrant goddess you really are. Magic Within features rituals, affirmations, meditations, journaling, and breathwork that help you heal and connect to your womb. You'll learn how to get in touch with and protect your sexual energy, find empowerment and healing through the natural cycles of womanhood, and dispel misconceptions. Even if you don't have a womb, this book offers ways to align with its energy and manifest your desires. So welcome, Rhoda. I'm so excited to have you here today. Thank you. I am really excited to be here and just juiced for our conversation together. Yeah, Good. Me too. As I was reading this book, I just highlighted every passage, basically, because they were just, you're just such a beautiful writer. And I love just how I felt it. I felt this book in my body as I read it. Parts of me that I didn't even realize were there. We just take for granted. We're just coming alive. And so I'm so excited to talk about this book with you. And I love that in the little blurb that I just shared, it says, even if you don't have a womb, this book offers ways to align with its energy and manifest your desires. So I'd really love for you to talk about that a little bit more. Who are you writing this book for? And what do you hope for your readers to take away from it at the end? That's a very good question or good questions. I really wrote this book for all women, first of all, to just really start claiming that power, you know, that we have in our bodies. And a lot of times I just, I feel like it goes unnoticed and it's unrecognized and it's just, it's in us, right? It's something that we carry with us throughout the day that's always there as our foundation, as our way to reset, right? As our way to really plug in. 
And I guess I just wanted to remind women of that, like that you always have this with you, that it can never be separate from you. It is innate and it is powerful. You know, if you start opening up and you surrender to what your body holds, you know, all of that magic right within, start aligning to that, then you can really start just living you know, without restriction, right? Living more joyfully, living more deeply, living more authentically. And I do also think it's very important to note that you don't physically need to have this womb in the body, present in the body, right? So, you know, uh, there are women who have had their wombs removed due to surgery. There are women who were not born with wombs, right? Who identify as women. And so I think it's really important to note that is that because I do, you know, meet with a lot of people that say, oh, like I can't do that exercise or I, you know, I can't connect in that way. I can't connect with my power because I don't have that part. But the womb is really, you know, at a more deeper level, it goes beyond the physical. It's an energy that we hold in the body. And so we can tap that energy. It's it's always there and available to us. Yeah, I would say that was probably the biggest takeaway for me is that we think of the womb as this piece of our anatomy that's there for menstruation, sex, and childbirth. Yeah. And that's you it. made it. You made it. So vast, so expansive, the source of your creativity, the source of your power, though you do go into sex, menstruation and childbirth, you just open up a whole new world for women. And I'll just share my favorite quote from the book. It's don't forget the magic that you are. Don't ever let the routine of life lull you into believing you are something other than a miracle. And it does happen. We walk around with these wombs, with these vaginas, with these anatomical structures that we just take for granted. We were born with them. They're just always a part of us. But they are the key to your magic, to your miracle, to your power, to your manifestation. And I love how you talk about that. And we'll definitely go more into detail of all of those things throughout the show. But before we do, I would love to just go into something that's so important to talk about. And you talk about it very early on in the book of what it's like to be a woman in this world, what it has been like to be a woman in this world, women's history, and how we've been treated as an inferior sex and gender for such a long time, and how important it is to release some of these unprocessed emotional memories and modern struggles from our body. So can you speak a bit more about that and how we can reclaim that power as women in this society? Yes, all of that is heavy, right? And it's, I feel like it's something that all of us women, it's like, you know, we share a sisterhood, you know, we share a connection. And that goes beyond even just our individual personal life experience. So I truly feel that that, that collective pain right? And that trauma of, you know, what it has meant to be a woman over all of these centuries over time. That is something that, you know, all of us can feel and can connect to. That is something that all of us carry, even though maybe we in ourselves haven't lived a certain particular experience. All of us have lived our own kinds of experience of what it means and the challenges that come with being a woman. And so I really feel like that's, that's really important to acknowledge is that that collective you know, pain and, you know, all of the violence that has been perpetrated against women, you know, for, for so long and all of the negative stereotypes and, and attitudes and, and all of this has accumulated. And it's something that we all carry that that is present there. And so I really feel like both, you know, collectively and also that individually, like what we've carried and we've experienced, 
I feel like it's tough. It's challenging, right? To sometimes look into these spaces. It can be so difficult. Sometimes we maybe want, we have that inclination to kind of turn away from it and not really want to deal with it, right? Not really want to go through the agony of trying to understand it or process it. So a lot of us women, you know, we're strong, right? And sometimes that strength, it propels us away from those areas where, you know, we could be going a little deeper because when we move away from, you know, these certain things that we might be holding, right? These certain pains that we might be holding and past hurts inside of us, they don't just go away, right? Just because we're not looking at them, choosing not to acknowledge them. They actually cling to us and to the body. Um, The womb in particular is a part of the body that holds a lot of emotion it holds a lot of that kind of memory and so when when we're holding on to things you know like heartbreak just things in our past all of that stuff gets buried in certain places in the body places like the womb and the heart right hold on to this and so as we go it might become challenging if we're used to this constant maybe ignoring not wanting to look at because we think it might be too painful but then the end result is you know, your your body, you're walking around holding all of this, all of this emotion, all of these things that are unrepressed or repressed. And so it's essential, I feel, to really just because I think, you know, since all of us, it's it's so, so different, right? Just the different levels of experiences. Some just might not be ready, you know, others might be more ready. But I feel like it's about being gentle with yourself and just allowing yourself to sit with whatever it is that you're feeling, allowing yourself to be able to acknowledge that, to embrace that in a way, right? So that your body can process that. Your body has time to like understand it and integrate it. And then you're able to move past it. You know, you're able to kind of brush it off and say, all right, I'm moving on to the next thing. I think it's important, you know, to navigate all that, like that collective and that that individual past that we all have. Absolutely. I love how you speak to our ancestors and to our sisterhood and to our mother wound as well. And I'd love to talk a bit more about that as we move forward. But as a practitioner of somatic therapies, I think it's so important that you talk about the fact that just because you don't acknowledge an emotion doesn't mean it goes away. It does become embedded in your body and you give some really beautiful rituals and practices to start releasing these wounds from your body. But you also talk about how we can use positivity to try to distract ourselves from these wounds. And some people have termed this toxic positivity and how it it doesn't work. It doesn't work. And there's compassion for that. I understand when we all go through a trauma, there's a part of our soul and our psyche that fragments. And there's a part that has to keep going on and has to show up at work every day and has to still pay the bills and buy the groceries. But there's this wounded part of us that gets neglected. And sometimes we find ways to get past that wounded part or to ignore it. And toxic positivity is one of those ways. So can you speak a little bit more about ways to get around that and how to eventually really release the wounds from your body so that there's more of an authentic joy on the end of that instead of trying to cover it up. Yes. No, thanks for for bringing that up about the toxic positivity, because I I feel like that can really hold us back in a lot of ways, you know, sort of like grinning through it all and 
saying, okay, this is how I'm supposed to be. I'm supposed to put a smile on and and all of that. But I feel like, I don't know, I feel like the first step toward combating that is just to kind of change it in our minds to think that it because sometimes they fall when we use the words right like it's negative or it's bad right we attach kind of these meanings right to these certain emotions and I think maybe if we just start like disentangling ourselves from those kinds of ideas and and, and understanding it's okay to feel what I'm feeling right now it's okay it doesn't mean that I'm being negative you know or yeah. Bad because I, I think we're just too like married to that idea of like, oh, yeah, yeah, negativity. I'm supposed to stay away from that. Like, I don't want that. I don't need that. Right. But it's not necessarily when we're feeling something that might be challenging that might be coming up. It's not necessary to just think of it as something bad. And then that pushes us to say, okay, I'm going to ignore it. Right. We want to kind of welcome it and bring it in and sort of change the attitude around that, change our relationship to, you know, what that word might be. And and then I think we can start finding our way toward distancing ourselves from having to, to fake that positivity and force that positivity. Yeah. 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 I love that. Because as we know, what you resist persists, right? Yeah. And emotions are for life. All emotions are emotions. They're neither good nor bad. But I love that so much of your book is about being gentle with yourself and honoring where you're at at that moment, the truth of the moment. It doesn't have to be negative or positive. But it does need to be looked at. It does need to be processed and it does need to be released. Yes. And so one of the activities that I love all of your activities, by the way, all of your practices, all of your rituals, all of your meditations, but the breath work seems to be the foundation for a lot of them. Almost all of them start with a womb breath. And I'm wondering if you would be willing to speak a bit about how we can begin to release those emotions from our body by really getting in tune with our body, staying connected to our body through the breath. And if you'd be willing to share what the womb breath looks like for our audience, that would be really helpful. Yes, of course. So I always like to say that breath is the foundation and just the way that you breathe really is going to inform your life. Right. And if we start there at that point, it's such a great way to really plug in, to align to the body more deeply and to connect to the womb. A lot of us, you know, we spend a lot of time here, right, with our shallow breathing because we are so busy and there's so much going on, right? There's so much chaos and chatter in the world sometimes. And so we don't even notice it, right? We've gotten so used to not really taking the opportunity of like, each breath has so much potential within it. And like we can, you know, just with that inhale, like if you notice th there's so much further that you can take that inhale naturally, right? But a lot of us tend to stop it maybe mid inhale, or maybe even a quarter of the way through. And then we're just straight into our exhale. And so we don't really get to touch the fullness of our being. When we're breathing so shallow, I, I you know, I think of it as, you know, if you're only breathing into let's say 20% of your capacity, then that's 20% of, of your life that you're experiencing. That's 20% of, you know, the feeling, the depth, like you're, you're not really tapping it. You're not getting right to the bottom of, of all of that potential, all of that pleasure that you could possibly be feeling. So I like to say, you know, try to aim to complete that inhale, right? Just fully breathe it in, take it all the way down. And then that womb breath, you know, since the womb is located in that lower belly region, for me, that's sort of like, that's the goal, like that's the focus, right? Just imagining that you are guiding that inhale all the way down to the womb. 
and just breathing it in. Now, obviously, physically, that's not possible, right? We can't actually take a breath down into the womb, but it gives us a place of focus. It allows us the opportunity to really extend that breath, to relax, to also create this awareness and this consciousness of our womb, right? And I, I really think that's the first step is that awareness because so much of a, you know, so much of the time we are not aware of the body. We're not aware of how we are feeling inside. That and that's that's another big part going back to talking about emotions. Like a lot of the times we're not even aware that we're feeling those emotions, right? Because we're so used to the mode that we are in, right? Whether it's forcing that positivity, whether it's just being busy, whether it's looking outside of ourselves for fulfillment as opposed to inside. So we don't even know all of this stuff is happening inside of us, right? All of these subtle sensations, you know, all of this. There's so much richness. There's so much that is going on in there. Now, if you can slow down, if you can use that breath as a way to slow down, then you can start really paying attention to like, wow, that actually is happening right now. Like I'm feeling this sensation in my lower belly. I'm feeling this kind of like tingling in my heart. What is that, right? That allows us to just get... A, sink a little deeper into ourselves and start to uncover like, okay, like what's happening here? Um, what's happening inside me? Maybe it's something you need to process. Maybe it's a kind of tingling vibration that, you know, is just aligning you to that, that energy, right? That life force energy that we all carry. That's kind of calling you like, Hey, notice this, like you have the potential to go deeper, to experience, you know, pleasure more deeply to experience your energy at a deeper level. So pay attention, right? Don't just skate past this. So when we use the womb and the breath as a way to just do all that, right? To become more aware, it's just the most beautiful thing because then it gives you that point of focus. I said, allows you to slow down, right? Because when we slow down, we give that breath the opportunity to go in a little more deeper. And then you're completing that inhale and that exhale all the way out to completion changes everything to have that foundation do you want to do one together yes <laughs> together? i would love that yes please yeah yeah okay and so one of the things too when you're doing this especially if you're sitting up is making sure that the spine is straight it's our major energy pathway right so we want to keep it nice and straight and also everything relaxed at the same time so shoulders relax just try not to hold any tension as we do this just everything relaxed. And then when we're ready, just taking a nice deep inhale through the nose and then taking our time with this, just really allowing that inhale to be long and full, to travel down deep into the body. Just imagining that you are guiding that inhale all the way down into the womb. As you are inhaling, you're feeling that belly expanding outward. Then just taking that all the way to the end. And then very slowly, once you feel that you've reached the end of that inhale, slowly just guiding it back into that exhale through the nose as well. And just feeling your belly pulling back in towards your spine as you do this. Again, taking that exhale all the way to the end. No rushing here. And then once it's completed, you can do one more. I mean, the thing about this is, is that 
it doesn't have to be like this, right? It doesn't have to be a formal thing where you're like, all right, I got to carve out the time yeah. to sit here and I got to do this now. It's something that you can do all day, yeah. right? Yeah. You can do yeah. that and you should, right? You should be doing this while you're working, while you're creating, while you're making love, while you're having a conversation, while you're going to the grocery store, while you're reading a book, right? Yeah. Everything mm-hmm. becomes a meditation, right? Everything becomes aligned and you just... It just feels amazing living life like this, being able to connect in this way. It's so full. It's, yeah. I love that it's living without restriction. It makes me feel like a snake. It makes me feel like my body is just so long and I'm breathing all the way to the very end of it. I just yes, love it. I love that. Yes. I love that image. That's beautiful. I'm enjoying yes. the womb breath so much. So thank you so much for bringing it into my life. And I love talking more about how you get into the body when it comes to connecting and aligning with your womb. So you guys are listening to the High Energy Health Podcast. We are in conversation with Rhoda Jordan Shapiro who wrote the book Magic Within, Womb-Centered Wisdom to Realize the Power of Your Sacred Feminine Self. It's a beautiful book, so stay tuned. We'll be right back after this short break. And welcome back to the High Energy Health Podcast. My name is Amanda Wonderland, and I'm in conversation today with Rhoda Jordan Shapiro, who wrote the most beautiful, elegant book called Magic Within, Womb-Centered Wisdom to Realize the Power of Your Sacred Feminine Self. I just love that title, The Sacred Feminine Self. It's just so beautiful. And before we went to the break, we were doing a little exercise that Rhoda introduces At the beginning of almost all of the exercises is to take a really nice, beautiful womb breath all the way down as far as you possibly can. No rushing, just really finding a mindful way to fill your body up with this beautiful life renewing breath. And my favorite part of that is that Rhoda utilizes the mind-body connection to really help you connect and align with your womb and also to heal parts of your womb that might need some healing. So she does that by getting to know your womb, listening to your womb, talking to your womb, and also other parts of your body. So touching your womb, but especially touching your breast, which I'd love to talk about right now. And I love how you talk about your breast being an extension of your heart and how the heart carries the highest amount of electromagnetic frequency in the body. And we know that you can measure the electromagnetic field around your heart. So we know we have a huge capacity for love and for power there. So tell us more how we can tap into the power of our breath. Yes, this is one of my favorite topics. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I love talking about this just because I feel like it's so transformative. And, um, you know, like we were saying before the break, it's just, that we are, we're not paying attention, right, to, to certain parts of our bodies. And in a lot of cases, we might be disconnected from it. And as you said, you know, the heart contains all of this energy here, right? The highest amount of electromagnetic frequency in the body, something that can be measured, something that we know to be a fact. There is so much potential in this space. 
But what also comes along with that is there's so much that we carry in this space, right? Um, when we're talking about um, grief, when we're talking about heartbreak, like that literal heartbreak, right? All those those hurts and things that we've accumulated, the heart tends to, you know, cling and hold on to a lot of this. And sometimes there can be kind of like this armor, right? That's built in the heart where we want to protect our hearts, right? Right. Because we've been hurt so many times and we feel like, no, I don't, I don't want to open myself up. I don't, you know, I don't want to go there again. I don't want to get hurt. And that makes complete sense. Um, and then there's that this beautiful relationship that the heart has with our womb space. They are, it's just, I don't know. I feel like when you start becoming more aware of your energy centers, you can just start to feel like this, this beautiful dance that happens between the two, right? Mm-hmm. Like when you're, when you experience so much joy and in, in a relationship and you're feeling that energy in your heart, you know, that energy, that happiness that drips down, you know, into the womb space, it, it empowers the womb, right? Yeah. It opens up the womb, makes the womb just more, more lively and, and more energetic. And, and so I just think there's, there's just magic and there's this potential that happens here. One of the ways to really deepen that connection with the heart and then also, of course, the womb is breast massage. And breast massage, massage is something that I like highly recommend for everyone to do like like honestly, once a day, I know that sounds like a lot, but it can literally be one minute of your time, like one minute of your time at the beginning of your day dedicated to breast massage. There are, because because of all that energy that is available here, all those channels of energy, when you start, you know, using self-touch on the breasts, you start really tapping that tingly, warm vibration that's there. And that kind of just, that bleeds into every part of your body and to all of your other centers and just keeps the body really just feeling really alive and and just it's just amazing just vibrant like you just feel vibrant you feel tuned in and like turned on it's just a great feeling um and so i highly recommend and it's not like for me my preference is not like an unclothed breast massage it's just something that's as simple as just over your shirt every day you know like yeah. what I'm doing now qualifies, right? Just yeah. just kind of like rubbing the body here, like this whole when I'm talking about the breasts too, I'm talking I'm not just talking about that, I'm talking about this whole chest area here, right? Mm. And there's a lot of there's so much energy here and so much potential in this space. And so just taking that time, you know, at the beginning of the day to just tap into the space, to rub the space, you know, to use your palms, you know, to create circles. And then just to notice, like after you do that, just taking that time to kind of pause and just feel like what, what is happening? What is transpiring within me? Just, just from doing this, you start to notice all of that sensation and all that energy here. And then of course, what we focus on expands, right? So as you continue to do this, it, it just becomes just this, just amazing like vibrant energy that you feel all day that is just sustained. When I first started doing this kind of practice, it was like, you know, you would, you would, when you start, it's like, okay, you know, I'm starting to feel a little bit, but as you go and you really tap it and you start to expand it, it's something that follows you, right? That you carry with you, right? That feeling 
all day. It's not something that's simply, okay, I'm going to do my thing now so I can call it to the surface and bring it up. You know, it's not, mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be like that, right? It's, it's now when we're doing this, we're, we're really starting, sort of starting to connect and become aware and kind of open that energy and open those channels. And then the idea is that this state carries, right? It carries throughout the day. It's not something that it's limited to when you're practicing or when you're doing the massage or you're doing the breathing. It's always with you. And I think that's a big part of my book that I I hope that I'm that I'm getting across is just that like that power that's here. This is 24-7. This is nonstop power. This is yeah. a force that you take yeah. out into the world. Not just here, not just in this one breath that you're doing here consciously, or this one minute or two minutes where you're doing, you know, it's, this is something that you are going to carry with you. And it is going to be your foundation for everything that you do in life. I'm telling you, breast massage. (laughs) First thing in the morning. Don't even get out of bed until your breast massage. (laughs) I love it. I love it. And I would love to talk more about how opening your heart is kind of the end result of healing these things and the other ways that you incorporate opening your heart through womb work and and forgiving your mother and unfinished conversations and stuff. But as you were talking about this being a way of life, I really want to read this quote from page 155. It's about channeling your sexual energy. And it's basically, I'm paraphrasing a little bit of this, but taking your sexual energy out into the world means you approach life in a state of perpetual joy surrender and adventure. It means you are energetically creating love everywhere you step. Sexual energy is that spark of aliveness that exists inside you. And instead of inhibiting it, you are choosing to light the world up with it. So that's just one of the many passages that I highlighted. And I love how we can talk a little bit more about how sexual energy has a lot more to do with your power and your creativity than just necessarily what's in between your legs. But as you're talking about breast massage and how it can open the channels and really open the energy up in your heart area, I just, I love talking about how as we're going through this healing journey, you're right. When we do go through certain hurts, certain traumas, certain pain, certain griefs and heartaches, we close our heart up. And the goal is we live with an open heart, right? So I really love that you go into our sister wounds, into our mother wounds, into how we felt in the womb. And we have conversations with these people just to continue to open our heart in those ways. So we're going to take a little bit of a break. But when we come back, I'm going to continue this amazing conversation with Rhoda Jordan Shapiro, who wrote the book called Magic Within, Womb-Centered Wisdom to Realize the Power of Your Sacred Feminine Self. And you guys can learn more about Rhoda at her website, which is rhodajordanshapiro.com. That's R-H-O-D-A-J-A-J-O-R-D-A-N-S-H-A-P-I-R-O. This is Amanda Wonderland, and you're listening to the High Energy Health Podcast. So stay tuned for more of this really juicy conversation with Rhoda. Welcome back to the High Energy Health Podcast. My name is Amanda Wonderland, and I'm having a really beautiful conversation with Rhoda Jordan Shapiro, who wrote the book Magic Within, 
womb-centered wisdom to realize the power of your sacred feminine self. And before we went to break, we were talking about the power of breast massage and how your breasts are just intricately linked to your heart and how that can really help open up your heart space and really start you off on a really wonderful day connecting to your womb. And so as we were talking about that, it, it reminded me of other exercises that she includes in the book to help open up your heart through healing. So she goes through healing so many different ways, healing with your ancestors, with your mother, with your sisters. And one of my other favorite quotes in this book is the deep work we do on ourselves does not exist in a vacuum. When we heal ourselves, we heal other women. And I really, really love that because you spoke early on about how we exist in this sisterhood. And it's so important that we recognize how we can support one another. And you brought up how social media and advertisements can just create this need for us to compete with one another or this drive for us to compete with one another and even sometimes dim our lights around other sisters in order to not have them feel insecure around us. But I love how you say the best way to deal with that is to detox your programming. Stop looking at all of it. Take a break. Detox the relationships that are draining for you. Surround yourself with supportive women. So there are a couple other ways that you talk about healing your relationships with other women. I'm wondering if you can share a little bit about maybe healing a mother wound if you're not necessarily in the best relationship with your mother. Yes, I love that. Yes. So I, I have the chapter in there on the mother and that relationship with our mothers. And, you know, there's... <laughs> Everyone's going to have their own experience with this, of course, but I really feel like, I feel like this is an essential piece, right? When it comes to connecting to our own bodies and our wounds in that way, yeah. because we were in our mother's wounds, right? Yeah. I mean, that's where it all began. So our womb is forever going to be linked to her womb, right? Yeah. So this can just be a challenging thing to to really take in if we have a challenging relationship with our mothers. And so that can weaken that energy that's there. That can weaken our womb energy, having that relationship. And so I really like to go into just being able to come to this, a place of forgiveness, like finding that place of forgiveness. And when we're ready to being able to, to do it, to have this ritual, um, and I share one in the book that you can do. But the, the important thing is to mention is that, you know, because there are situations, you know, with women who maybe haven't spoken to their mom in years, right? right. Maybe they have a mother who has passed away and, you know, and they feel all of this challenging stuff surrounding that because maybe there's some grief there, but maybe there's just a lot of resentment and maybe just, you know, frustration over things that happened and things that they never got to say or put out there. And so there's so much, right, that can accumulate as a result of having this, this relationship, this mother wound. And so I feel like it's important to you know, to put out there that forgiveness doesn't mean that you are welcoming, you know, this mother back into your life that you are suddenly it's going to be a happy, like positive, great relationship, and everything's going to be just fine. It doesn't mean that. And it doesn't mean that you have to actually tell her you don't have to physically tell her these words, right? This is something for you to do, you know, on your own, energetically, to be able to to heal through this, right? This is your process and your journey. And like, because sometimes we might think, you know, in that fairy tale version, that it's going to be, oh, you know, I'm going to 
talk to her and tell tell her this and it's going to be so great and we're but that might end up creating more drama and more pain for you right mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so it's about understanding that and acknowledging that and still also acknowledging that you need in order to move on in order to heal your womb and your body you need to deal with this mother wound you need yeah. to heal that you need to look at that even just looking at that Let's say you're just like, you hear the word forgiveness as it applies to your mother and you're just like, "Uh uh-uh, no, just completely (laughs) shut down. Like what? No, I'm not even doing it on my own. I don't even want, like when I think, right? I understand that too, but I'm just saying to look at it and to sit with it, to sit with the feelings that that brings into your body, to breathe through the emotions and all the things that happen when you think about your mother, when you think about you know, the friction, the conflict, whatever that may be, sit with it um, at the very least, right? Acknowledge that that is there, that that you carry that, that you hold that in your body and and let that be enough. If, if that is really all that you are emotionally feeling that you can handle and that you are ready to handle right now, just let that be enough, that awareness and that ability to sit with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And speaking of not being able to move on until we deal with certain things, I'd love to speak to the fact that some women are completely dissociated and disconnected from their wound, from their womb. Some people, some women have a womb wound, you know, they, they've suffered abuse, they've suffered violence. You actually quote the World Health Organization, almost one in three women is subjected to physical or sexual violence from their partner or sexual violence from a non-partner. And Black women are disproportionately experiencing more violence in their homes and communities. Four out of 10 experience physical violence from intimate partners. So I'm wondering what guidance, what compassion, what advice you can give to women who feel a womb wound on how they can heal and thrive on their own terms and take the power back. Yes. No, thank you. Thank you for bringing this up because I feel like this, this is an important piece, right? Healing from, I really feel like this goes back to what I was just saying, just in terms of first having, having that awareness of yourself and what you've been through, maybe what your body has been through, what has happened to you, just being able to take, feel that and have that awareness of what that is, right? Of what that feels like. And then again, you know, bringing in what we were discussing earlier about those emotions, right? That we want to ignore and that we don't want to look at. I can understand with with all of the violence, right? That and all of the things that women have experienced, it makes sense that you would want to close the door on that and you would not want to look at that and you would want to just, I'm going to be strong and I'm going to keep moving forward and not let this get in my way. But again, the thing to realize is that you can, you can do that, but it's still going to be here or mm-hmm. here, you know, it's still going to be a part of you. So it's just about being able to recognize it and be aware of it. And then also doing, because, um, and you mentioned this earlier about, I like to, in my book, I talk about a lot of the times it's gentle. you got to be gentle with yourself. I don't think there's enough gentleness <laughs> in, no. our, in our, right? 
We're not, we're not gentle with ourselves and we're hard on ourselves and we push ourselves to the limit and we, we think we should be doing so much. But a lot of this is being gentle after what all the things that you've been through, being gentle with yourself with that, doing Mm. things like, and we can talk about this a little more, but doing things like the journaling or like the self-touch, the breathing, just to feel our bodies to kind of regain that sense of power, you know, feminine power is important. Yeah, I agree. And yeah, we'll talk about that definitely some more. I love just connecting to yourself like you would to a little child, having compassion for yourself and treating yourself as gently and kindly as you would a little child. But we are definitely going to go into more of that journaling and into tapping into that feminine power during our last segment of today's show. You're listening to the High Energy Health Podcast. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the High Energy Health Podcast. This is Amanda Wonderland, and I am guest hosting for Dr. Dawson Church, and I am in a beautiful conversation with Rhoda Jordan Shapiro, who wrote the book called Magic Within, Womb-Centered Wisdom to Realize the Power of Your Sacred Feminine Self. And that's what I would love to talk about in this last segment of our show today, this power this power to manifest, to create the life of your dreams that is all held within our beautiful sacred bodies. And I wanted to share this quote on another one of my favorite quotes, you guys, you should see this book. It is dog eared on like every single page and there's just highlighter everywhere. So get the book. It will change your life. It's absolutely beautiful. But here's one of these quotes. The heart of manifestation is hinged upon alignment. Once you do this, you naturally become more magnetic. This is an advanced way to manifest, trusting that the universe is working with you and will bring you exactly what you need in the moment you need it. And one of the most fascinating things that I learned was the power of menstruation to really help you realign with your creativity and the magic that you are and help boost your manifesting. Everybody's all about manifesting these days, you know, like we're learning about the power of the law of attraction and quantum physics. So Tell us a bit more about how we can tap into these natural cycles um, that women go through to really bring about this power that we have to create the lives yes. of our dreams. Yeah. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. That. So when we are menstruating, that is that's the time. That is the the window. That is the height of our creativity, right? And our power. And and instead, because I feel especially like I know for me, you know, when I was younger, I had like this just terrible relationship, right? Like when it happens, you're just like, oh, why is yeah. this right now? Why today? I don't want to feel this. I don't want this. And then it puts us at war with our natural cycles, right? That innate flow that we carry, it puts us against our body, what our body naturally does. There's so much we can talk about. I mean, literally, that's probably a whole show just talking about menstruation and and all the stigmas attached to it and everything like that. But yeah, I, so it's hard when we when we have that relationship sort of like against against the self. But when we, you know, for me, like, in my journey, when I started, you know, diving more deep into feminine practices, and then realizing just how powerful that time really is in our bodies, right? And, and in terms of too, like aligning ourselves with that wisdom, with that innate wisdom, 
when I realized this, I was just like, oh my gosh, I wasted so many periods. <laughs> like, why did I, use, you know what I'm saying? Why did yeah. I do that? Yeah. So now every time I'm, I'm like ready to go, right? I'm, I'm charting, you know, my cycle. I'm like, oh, two more days is going to come. And I give myself that space, right? That, that space to just be able to visualize what I want, to be able to really think and reflect and manifest and just be very specific about what I want to create. And not only that, but I feel that in my body. Like I allow that, what all of that is to align to my body so that I'm feeling the emotion of whatever that thing is that I want to create in my life. I want to manifest. So that gives it that, that charge, right? Because when we're just, when we're just in our heads, we're seeing a picture or we're just saying an affirmation that that's great all of that stuff is great too but if you don't feel it it's not going to be able to move right if you're not feeling it and embodying it if you're not moving like somebody would move like who reached that goal if you're not moving in that way and like really you know just feeling like vibing with it then it's it becomes difficult it's going to become challenging to really call that into your field and so menstruation i feel is a time of surrender Cause it's like, it's just that opportunity to just like, okay, my body has to do what it has to do. So I'm just going to let this flow. I'm going to let myself surrender to this process. Mm-hmm. And really what's happening when we're menstruating, we're just kind of, you know, moving out, you know, this blood and it's, it's helping us to move out like everything from the last cycle that, you know, has been challenging that no longer serves us. So we're pushing that out. We're carving out all of this new and lively and exciting space. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So this is the time, like that's the time to start really being intentional about what it is you want to bring in, about mm-hmm. what it is that you want to create in your life. So mm-hmm. I, yeah, I just get like, I get super excited about now every time. <laughs> every yes. time I'm like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> that's beautiful. I think it's time that women take it back. Take back the menstruation for sure. Cause I was the same way. I would just miss multiple days of school, hating my life. Blaming Eve. I I just thought it was Adam of Adam and Eve. I was like, it's her fault. She (laughs) ate the fruit. Now I have to, you know, have all this pain. I was just had a terrible adversarial relationship with my entire body. And so it was so refreshing to read this chapter on menstruation. And also I love how you talk about menopause and how it helps. It gives you a chance to uncover the rawest, most authentic and wisest self within you. Because so many women really have an adversarial relationship with menopause too. It's terrible. The hot flashes, the mood swings, and and I'm in perimenopause right now. So I know there's 10 years of just, you know, stuff going on and we just are enemies with our body. And this book teaches you how to connect, align, cherish, treasure, honor your body. And it's so beautiful the way that you do that. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you. I also love that you keep it so real. This review on the back of the book is like, it's like having a nurturing chat with the best friend, sister or auntie. And I feel that way too. So as we're speaking about manifestation, I love that you say, this doesn't mean that once you awaken all your feminine powers and gifts, there will be no more pain, loss or challenges in your life. We'll still experience some rough patches here and there. Our souls are on this planet to learn, evolve, and grow. Without the darkness, there can be no light. Our challenges mold who we are, build our character, make us stronger in the face of fear. So look at your life challenges as your hidden blessings. 
your opportunities to grow and enhance all that you are. And I think that sums up a whole life, living as a whole person, authentically welcoming the triggers, welcoming the challenges, and knowing that the universe is on our side the entire way. Such a beautiful book. Thank you. Yeah. Any last words, Rhoda, for the the audience before we sign off on this episode? No, I just, I'm so grateful to have had this conversation with you. And I really hope, you know, maybe it moved something and people who are watching this. And if you want to get the book, it is available. It is out there in the world, Magic Within. And yes, please buy the book and share, share it with others. Yes. Share it with your sisters. She talks about starting a womb circle where you can bring all of your sisters together and start really supporting one another. So if you have a group of women, even your biological sisters that you know would really benefit from befriending their bodies again, women that you know that need some healing in their womb, we all know some women, we if not ourselves, that need to reconnect with our womb, take back the power from our womb. The best part, I think, of this book is not just the really eloquent and elegant way that Rhoda writes, but it's the affirmations, the rituals, the meditations, the journaling, and the breath work. So she gets the body involved. I think once you get the breath involved, once you start writing down your womb story, another really great exercise that she has in there for getting to know your womb, you're getting the body involved, and that's where healing happens. We can read all the theory that we want. We can talk and talk and talk. But if we're not putting into practice any of these things, then you may as well have just read a book and put it away. But she gives you day-to-day things that you can do. Every morning, wake up with the breast massage. Do your journaling. Do your breath work. So yeah, it's just a really, really beautiful book. So please, you guys, buy it. It's The Magic Within, Womb-Centered Wisdom to Realize the Power of Your Sacred Feminine Self. If you want to learn more about Rhoda, you can go to her website, which is rhodajordanshapiro.com. And what's your Instagram, Rhoda, where people can find you? Um, It's Rhoda Shapiro. So at Rhoda Shapiro on Instagram. So go ahead and follow her. I'm sure she's got a lot of beautiful things to share with you guys. It has been such a pleasure to have you and to have this conversation with you, Rhoda. Yeah. I appreciate it. It was so great. And it was so great to to connect with you. And thank you for all the beautiful questions and all your kind words about the book. I really appreciate it. I mean it. Everything I say is true. So listen to what I say, audience members. And we are so happy to have you guys with us. Thank you for joining us on the High Energy Health Podcast. And until next time, do your best to stay actively engaged and being inspired. See you next week. Bye.